Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Welcome to the Future of Influence. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I'm chatting with Aiden Soa. Aiden is the CEO at Soa Marketing Agency and can be found online at soaagency.co. Aiden, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, great to be on the show. So tell us a little bit about SOA Marketing Agency. Who are you working with? What are you doing for those clients? What what makes you uh, the right fit for which client? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, what we do is we specialize in helping like plastic surgeons and realtors get featured in the media just to really establish them as industry-leading authorities. So building that credibility, building that trust, that's primarily what we do. So you're focusing pretty much on branding for those industries. Tell us a little bit about what's different in working in those markets. What do people in those areas really need to know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like one of the biggest struggles for like plastic surgeons, for example, they always struggle. They're always getting like a ton of people like booking calls into their calendar. But the problem is that they don't actually show up. They're really frustrated at that whole struggle. So what we do is we come in, we build up their brand. So people don't just schedule calls with them and they forget about it. They're like, oh, this is actually really important. I want to show up to my appointment. And so they end up going with them versus, let's just say, one of their competitors who they might have also booked a call with. And for like realtors, we really just focus on uh, building up them as authority because as um, like a lot of real estate agents know, there's like tens of thousands of realtors all across the United States. And what we do is just help them stand out as a real estate agent. It's really important to build up your brand and we get them featured into like major media outlets like Yahoo, Forbes, Inc., et cetera, uh, to establish that authority. So as you're working with your clients, what are some of the common mistakes you see them making when they are trying to do their own branding? Yeah, so I would say like one of the most common things we see is like, for example, people like to post on social media, it's free. And they often just post like random photos of like maybe themselves or just random things. They don't really know what they're doing on social media. They just think they can just post things and their customers will just get it. Not exactly providing any real value to their customers. So sometimes I think they should just take a step back and think from their customer's point of view. What are they really going to get from a bunch of random photos? What are they going to get from them just like posting homeless things all the time? Sure, those things are okay sometimes, but they should really just focus on like really providing that value to their customers. So in the case of real estate agents, maybe providing some tips for first-time home buyers. That's really great. And for like plastic surgeons, maybe providing some insight into some things which um, the patients might not know about. So that's what uh, we always try to focus on in that regard. Those are two very specific and on the surface, apparently very different fields of work. How did you end up narrowing down to work with realtors and plastic surgeons? 
Yeah, it was like an interesting uh, thing. We basically just, I, I originally just started like in digital marketing, just wanted to reach out to realtors. It was just like a preference I had. And I just had like a lot of success. The, the funny thing is, is the first client I had was like the, actually the number one realtor in Keller Williams. So that really stuck with me. I was like, okay, so if we can get to work with someone like that, I should probably stick to this and really focus and dial down. And over time, we've uh, gotten a lot of clients within the real estate industry. I've been fortunate enough to work with like luxury realtors like in Florida and all across the United States. And over time, like plastic surgeons just kind of like added to that mix. As I've noticed, like they were also struggling with like the different practices. Like I talked to a number of plastic surgeons and I started to understand their problems. And I figured that my our services can really help solve that issue. And we've seen a lot of success with that as well. So what have you seen happen with your clients? Let's start with plastic surgeons. What what are they telling you after they work with you? What's changed for them? Yeah, I would say like one of the big things is that customers often come to them and they're like, oh, I enjoy watching like so that, that TV segment which you were on. And they really enjoy like just seeing like that authority. And it's a lot more of a trusting procedure because sometimes patients can be really difficult in practices. Let's just say they want a, a particular procedure now, but then they're like, oh, I actually want it like this. And they're really picky about certain things. Um, people don't understand like the struggles which a lot of plastic sessions go through. Even though they're making a lot of money, there's a lot of different pain points which essentially they have uh, with patients just not showing up to calls. So that type of thing is resolved once they get featured into like the media. And what about realtors? As you said, that's a very crowded marketplace. Yeah. And yeah, I would say immediate advantage because people just look up realtors all the time. They want to make sure that they're the right person to walk with. So when they look them up on Google, if they see articles in like Yahoo Finance, Forbes, et cetera, coming up, they just tend to choose them versus like their competitor who maybe started yesterday. Even if they are a friend, they choose um, the client who actually has like that more authority. Because the thing is, uh, in real estate, it's really difficult to show that you've been in the industry for like 10, 15 years and that you should work with them versus someone who just started a couple of years ago. And getting all these like major media outlets showing that you are an expert in your field really does help. And a lot of our clients have shown this. And also on top of that, when they do decide to run any ads, because I know realtors, they love to run like some types of ads, like on Facebook, Google, other types of advertising. When they do decide to do that, we've seen them get like 5X conversion rates just due to having like that additional authority by putting that into their ad. Interesting. Okay. So if we're working on this on our own, what are some suggestions that you have for us? Yeah, so I mean, first off, it's possible to get featured into like a lot of major media outlets, essentially, um, if you are just pitching them. So if you're reaching out to Forbes, it's possible to email them. And there's also great services. I don't know if um, the audience is familiar with like HALO, it's like help a reporter out. It's possible to get into feature into like a bunch of different publications through there. Essentially, journalists have some queries, and if you fit the part and you answer the pitch in a good manner, it's possible to get build up some trust there. And the second way is also like free. Social media is a really great source. Uh, it doesn't cost any money. All you have to do is just like post consistently on Instagram using industry-specific hashtags, building out a content calendar beforehand, so that way you can post uh, for the entire month. And we, we've seen that also be a really great um, combination with both like the online press and social media. All of our clients 
And typically when people think of industry-specific leaders, like in the real estate market, there's Ryan Sohan, and he's really big because he's been on TV. But on top of that, he's a really great social media presence. He's verified on Instagram, he has a million followers. Every single real estate agent knows him. So that's what I always like to try to explain to our clients. Like you could be like that. All you have to do is just consistently post on social media and people can really see you as an authority. So just posting consistent content, which provides value to uh, listeners in that regard. Yeah. So Aiden, you said your first client was uh, Keller Williams Realtor. Yeah. That was the beginning of your business. How did you go about growing your brand and your influence as you built your business? What strategies did you use? Yeah. So, I mean, the first client was really a struggle because I was a new business. I didn't have anything built up for having me. Uh, so I, I just kind of messaged someone over Facebook and I was fortunate enough that he just decided to give me a chance. Um, I, I don't, I still don't know really why, because I didn't have anything around me, but he just decided to give me a chance. And that really helped because then that built up that authority. And I've also gotten into like a bunch of like TV segments since then. So I've been on like Fox, I've been on, um, Yahoo Finance. I've been all over like TV, I think at this point, uh, probably like 10 different TV appearances. So really we've been focusing on not only providing value for our clients, but also building up the brand around ourselves. So that way when people come to us, they know they're legitimate. Like there was this one customer who was super skeptical. He was working with like one of my uh, salespeople and I told him, just have him talk to me. And then he just looked me up on Instagram saw that I had like 100,000 followers on Instagram and he instantly just changed his mind and he said he wanted to buy more stuff from us. <laughs> so that's like really like the power of building up a, a solid brand around yourself. And how have you seen your clients increase their influence? How has that changed after they've worked with you? Yeah, so really they build up their influence like after like they can use like as seen on Yahoo Finance, being able to put that logo on their websites. That's how they really build up that influence as industry-specific leaders. Also, posting on social media is very important. So that way, all of the people who follow them on social media or who are within their email list understand exactly what their story is and what they're doing. So I'm curious, Aiden. I know when I speak to entrepreneurs, one of the things that they talk about is how difficult it is to keep up if you're on social media, if you're messaging and trying to keep up on the comments and participate in the conversation that's happening. And when you've spoken here today, you've talked about posting. So yeah. could you elaborate a little bit on what you suggest for social media strategies? Yeah, definitely. So I think I touched on this a bit earlier, but essentially what you should be doing is creating a, count, a content calendar every single month. So that way you don't have to be like every single day, post a certain post. You already know exactly what you're going to post on social media. You've already created all those posts. So setting aside a day just to create content, uh, let's just say for Instagram, and you really just focus on creating a ton of content. After that, then you just, you can schedule it or you can just manually just post every single day those posts on social media. And what do you recommend in terms of getting involved in conversation, which has to happen in real time? Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes people just reach out to you after you post on social media. Um, I, I, I kind of like want to understand like a little bit better. Like, what do you mean like reaching out to the people? Do you mean like responding to comments? Uh, what do you mean by that? Responding to comments, responding to DMs, um, actually 
going through your feed uh, right. and looking for other people's posts and other conversations that are happening to become part of. Those are some of the common recommendations we hear. And I'm curious mm-hmm. what your take is on that. Yeah, definitely. So responding to comments, I always tell a real estate agents because they often tell me, oh, I respond next week, not fast. And they're like, that's not fast. You have to respond that day. <laughs> so I, I always have like a, like we basically talk to our clients that like one lead can go from being like a really warm lead to like a completely lost lead just within a week because a week is all it takes them to find another real estate agent. So I would just kind of, I would just tell them um, that, that, that that is key. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that social media is a fast paced environment and you must just respond to like Instagram DMs. If this is like your serious business, you want to go full time in this, you just have to find the time to do it. Sometimes it's not difficult, but you just have to just keep just really um, prioritize it. I feel like it's like a lot of things. You just have to prioritize it as like the top thing. And eventually it will just become habit. Okay. So this is important. So if you're not used to doing it, maybe it's something that you put into your calendar once a day or twice a day to pop in and just make sure you're responding to people who've reached out to you. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. It might be a little bit uncomfortable. It definitely is for people who's not, maybe not used to using social media on a regular basis, but after a while, we'll just, it'll just become common routine and we'll be doing it without thinking essentially. So Aiden, as you were building your business, what was the greatest challenge? What did you struggle with? Um, I had like one really big struggle when I first, first started my business because um, I think my second client, he, he started to do a charge back on me. And that was a really uh, big difficulty because that could have put me into bankruptcy. So I didn't know what a charge back was and Overcoming that difficulty w- was really um, quite difficult, but I was able to explain to him and provide value. I'd be like, okay, we, we can't give you a complete refund, but what we can do is provide this other service for you, which will uh, help make you a lot more money than whatever refund would do with that work. And being able to get past that problem was a big, um, a big success. But I would say the most important thing for us is just understanding that in a business, there's a lot of fluff. There's all these random things like creating like a perfect website, having a perfect logo, all these other things out there. And to really be able to grow your business, like that stuff is important, but not yet when you're first starting a business. The most important thing is just to reach out to customers, understand their needs. That's like really important. And just reach out to as many people on a daily basis. And after that, then you can start to focus, okay, I want to build like a really solid brand around myself. And maybe I want to get a better website, but all that stuff is secondary until you're actually reaching out to customers. I I personally always reach out to at least a thousand people every single day. And I would say anyone who's running a serious business should be doing similar when they're first starting out. So you've been in business for a while now. You've learned from your difficult lessons and you Mm -hmm. used your own knowledge to build your brand. So you have this influence. How are you using your influence and how do you plan on growing that and using it in the future as it grows? Yeah, so I always use my influence to try to provide value to our clients. And really, what we do is we have like a free consultation in the beginning. We don't work with all of our clients. Like sometimes people come to us and they might need our services, but we like to understand exactly what their needs are. Like I'm like, why do you want it? Why do you want to grow your brand? And sometimes people will be like, I want to get featured in the media to generate leads. And we actually push them away from us because this is not the best way to generate clients. You can do Facebook ads, Google ads, a lot better ways. So really 
what we do is we try to understand our clients, what their needs are and what service is best for them. And sometimes uh, I'll even refer them to other people if it's not a best fit. Well, you said something very interesting in there. You said that the media exposure is not the best way to generate leads. Yeah. Is that a common misconception that you find? It's a very common misconception. People, I would say 30 or 40% of the time come to us and they say they think that getting into frauds is just going to fill their calendar with like, I don't know, 100 leads. And that's simply not the way it works. Branding is all about the long term. Building a brand around yourself is it will bring you money, but it's not the same thing as direct response marketing, which is through ads and will bring you potentially a really fast return. Well, Aiden, this has been very interesting. For anyone who wants to continue this conversation with you, where can they find you online? Yeah, they can find us on soaagency.co. Uh, and also they can just uh, find my Instagram. It's uh, at the Aiden Sawa on Instagram. Well, thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule to share some of these thoughts with us and to help us understand how we can grow our brands. Yeah, good being on. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.